Blog Talk Radio. Uh, follow us on IG. If you want to 
Uh, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash TTLO radio, facebook.com backslash TTLO radio is where you can find us there. Again, facebook.com backslash TTLO radio is where you can find us there. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. The live streams are up and running. The live streams are up and running. If you are on YouTube, YouTube, thank you so much to our YouTube viewers. If you are on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button real quick. Hit that subscribe button real quick. We'll be so grateful to have you as a subscriber. Thank you so much. If you're watching on Facebook.com, Facebook Live is up and running. Facebook, y'all come on in. If you're already on Facebook, go ahead and say something in the chat. Let me know you are there. Say something to your boy. Don't just sit there and what I like to call sneak watch. Don't just sneak there and then sneak watch. Go ahead and say something to me. Let me know you are there. What's up, Walter Jones? God bless you, sir. Come on in. Come on in. I'm waiting for you to come through, man. Uh, we might get put off the air. If I come on your show, if you come on mine, one of us ain't going to make it. We probably both get barred off Facebook. But whenever you, uh, uh, you know how to find me. Uh, Walter Jones, I told you, you got an open invite. Look, <laughs> I know you already on the south side. You know where my studio is. Come on now. Come on now. 511 East 45th Street. Just come on through. <laughs> just show up Monday or Friday. It don't even matter what day. Monday or Friday. Just show up for 7 o'clock and you won't here with me. Uh, but God bless you, sir. Uh, but man, uh, yeah, again, you can catch us live right now on Facebook. Go ahead and say something in the comments. Thank you so much. Uh, Again, Malia Store, God bless you, y'all. Come on in. Angela Johnson, I see you. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Uh, I am. Uh, I said something earlier, too. Well, let me finish this up, and then I can get back to that. Uh, also, you can find us uh, on iHeartRadio. You say iHeartRadio. Yeah, you can find us on iHeartRadio. We are an iHeartRadio partner, which means you can find us on your iHeartRadio app. Just do a simple search for the TTLO Media Group. Do a simple search for the TTLO Media Group. That means you not only will you find the TTLO Radio Show, but you'll also find Healthy Soul Talk with your girl, Dr. Kimberly Thomas, right here on the TTLO Media Group. That's right, Healthy Soul Talk with Dr. Kimberly Thomas. Real talk, real issues, real solutions right here on the TTLO Media Group station. And then, and then, my brother, my brother, the one, the only, the good pastor from the Faith, Works, and Vision Church, Pastor Harold D. Washington, he has a nice little show called The Kitchen Chronicles, The Kitchen Chronicles, every Tuesday, somewhere around 7.15, 7.30, somewhere around there. <laughs> somewhere around that time, 7.15, 7.30, you can catch my brother uh, live, live, live. Uh, as well. And then on Sundays, on Sundays, and that last but definitely not least, on Sundays, you can catch the live, the live, the live, the live stream. That's right. You can catch the live stream of the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. You can catch the live stream of the birthplace of gospel music right here on the TTLO Media Group station at 11 o'clock. At 11 o'clock, you can catch that. You can catch, uh, again, the live stream, the live stream, the simulcast right here on the TTLO Media Group station. Uh, don't forget, to you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on iTunes. Anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us there. All right. First of all, it's Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. I think this is the first Memorial Day that I have not either barbecued somewhere, barbecued at home, or ate some barbecue. <laughs> In a long time. I, I, haven't done, I haven't done either of those, right? I haven't done either of those. I think this is the first time <laughs> that I have not had uh, some barbecue. And, you know, uh, Tanya, I, I, I don't – did you smell any, any – uh, did you smell some, some grills at all? Any lighter fluid? Any charcoal? Not too many. Not too many? No. 
Yeah, I, I just hear the music though. You you did hear some music, but not but you didn't you didn't you didn't actually. I can tell people are out. Okay, okay, yeah, people are out. People are out, but the, the grill, I, you know, I you know it's that it's that you know Memorial Day, and and let me say this too. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you to uh, those uh, who served in the armed forces. Uh, who who gave their lives uh, in 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 the, in the military in some form or fashion is in in one of the uh, major military groups. Thank you again to all of those who serve. I know I got some family uh, right now. My cousin Roman is in the Navy. I always get that mixed up. He's in the Navy right now. He's serving, uh, and I know others have other people who are serving as well. So thank you again to them for your service. Memorial Day is a day uh, first that we should give uh, remembrance. Uh, remembrance rather to those who have uh, to those who have served uh, but Memorial Day is also it's also a, a barbecue kickoff <laughs> it's, it's, it's the barbecue kickoff that's normally what Memorial Day is Memorial Day is normally the kickoff for barbecue season that's normally when when you you know you've cleaned off the grill you've you've done some you, you've done you know you got your new recipe you're gonna try out because see normally Memorial Day is the, is is the is the tryout, you know, and then just gets you ready for the fourth, right? So normally Memorial Day, because you know that, that that's that's your first time out. I saw some folks today, uh, I, I saw I was go, you know scrolling through Facebook real quick, and I saw some folks outside cooking today, uh, doing some barbecuing, and I saw folks still using lighter fluid, huh? Still using. Lighter fluid. There, a person said, "Oh, you're welcome." Oh, that's right. I, for, I forgot uh, the good pastor of of the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the senior pastor, I should say, of the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, uh, was a a member of the armed forces. What was he? Uh, was he in the Navy as well? I think it was Navy. I think it was Navy chaplain. I can't remember. No, I get them all mixed up. I don't think it was Marine. Navy. I'm gonna say it was Navy. My dad uh, was Marine. Your dad was Marine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. 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 Uh. Uh, not Google, right? Not Google. I didn't call you. See, I said cool, and Google started listening. See, it'd be spying on you. Um, but man, I, y'all still using lighter fluid to light the grill? Can somebody help me? I, all of the t- I've been doing this show how many years now? Seven. Some seven. change. Seven. 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 And I've been telling y'all for seven years to stop using lighter fluid. Seven years I've been on here telling y'all stop using lighter fluid. But I've, been, I've, been, I've expressed it. I don't know how many different ways I've tried to shame some of y'all. <laughs> I've done everything I could to try to help the peoples. That's all we're here for is to help the peoples. I've tried to help the people to stop using lighter fluid, uh, Navy chaplain. Thank you, sir. To stop using lighter fluid on the, uh, uh, in the words of my good friend, Pastor Doctor, let me get it right, because you know when you when you earned it, you have to you have to you you get you use the title, Doctor Michael Bernard Henderson. Uh, he's the pastor of the Second Baptist Church of Lagrange. Uh, the good pastor said, "Stop using lighter fluid on your barbecue meat. <laughs> Nobody wants their barbecue meat tasting like lighter fluid. Lighter fluid doesn't. That is not how you start." Any good grills, man, what, what, what's, the, what's the title I'm looking for? Because um, uh, I said grillsman, but that's not the title. Grill master. Thank you. Grill master. Any good grill master will tell you lighter fluid is a non-starter. Lighter fluid is for amateurs. 
Lighter fluid is for amateurs. Cause see, I know what y'all do. I know. See, I, I was a lighter fluid. I was a light. I was a slave to the fluid too back in the day. But God knows I was saved and and, and redeemed by the fire. Huh? I was a slave to the lighter fluid too. <laughs> Angela said these folks talking about they barbecue turkey. A turkey knee. You know what? I can't catch. I'm not playing with Angela. You need today. to talk to Mark. I'm not playing with a turkey knee. What? Is... He ain't got no knee. Angela, I'm not messing with you today. I'm not. It's too early in the show. I'm not playing with you. A turkey knee. What? What knee? What part of the is the leg? I'm not playing with you today, Angela. Uh. But lighter fluid. So, so I know what y'all do. You know y'all, they, y'all, y'all, y'all get y'all, y'all, your charcoal and you put it in a mound like they tell you, right? I know what y'all do. Y'all put it in a mound. Y'all mound it up. Build a little mountain in your in the bottom of your pit or whatever you're cooking on, and 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 you stick a couple of pieces of paper in there in between, and then you soak. That's what they tell y'all to do. You soak. You soak. Uh, uh. You soak. You what soak. You uh-huh. What you looking for? I see a long message that just popped up. Oh, okay. On, 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 okay. on the chat over here on this screen. Okay. Long, long, man. I'm going to get to that in a minute. Uh, but but I am, I am, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am, I am like always, always uh, 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 in, 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 in amazement. So people soak the, 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 the lighter fluid. They, they soak the briquettes. Soak them, soak them, soak them, soak them, right? And I mean, they spraying real, real hard. And then, you, you <laughs> then they say you let it sit for a minute so that it so that it kind of dries into the charcoal. And then y'all do what I like to call <laughs> the drop the drop and run. <laughs> you strike the match and you're trying to throw it over in there. <laughs> you know what y'all do? Y'all strike the match and y'all trying to you know do your best uh, 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 jump shot to throw the lit match into the fire, hoping that it'll catch a spark. Now, some of y'all, if you let it rest long enough, you can take your little fire starter and just light one of the pieces of papers you have sticking in there and do it that way. But let me, let me give y'all one more time the education on time. I should have had you load some pictures. The education uh, 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 of how to start uh, the proper fire. Y'all let, his, let this be his last time telling y'all. <laughs> I keep, if, they, if every time somebody barbecues, stop posting. Don't, look, unfriend me if you don't know how to cook barbecue. <laughs> stop. Don't look, it should show up on my timeline. Especially if I done told the people. How many times I got to tell the people? So you need what is called a chimney starter. Look at your neighbor and say chimney starter. It's, <laughs> it's called a chimney starter. It's a round metal cylinder with a handle on it. Weber makes them, but other companies make them too. But it's a it's it's got a nice handle on the end. And 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 you 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 put you put a, about a two pieces of of newspaper in the bottom of it, right? In the bottom of the cylinder. And then you fill the top of the cylinder up. You fill the top of the cylinder up with the charcoal. Right, you fill the top of the and you can run your charcoal all the way to the rim, and then you sit the entire chimney starter inside your barbecue pit with the newspaper down at the bottom. Now all you got to do is take your lighter, your 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 match, your 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 your, your torch, whatever you use, and light the newspaper on both sides. That's it, 
and you step away. Now you're going back in the kitchen and finish doing what you was doing, finish checking your meat, getting all your stuff ready, all your season, whatever you got to get left. And, and in about 20 minutes, 20, 20, 25 minutes, you have a perfect ash gray set of charcoals that are ready to be used, ready to be used. No lighter fluid, no smell of lighter fluid, no taste of lighter fluid. And then you just, it's got a handle on it. Get you a good barbecue mitt. Get you a, get you a good, get you a good uh, 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 barbecue glove mitt and because so, it get a little warm. And pour that hot charcoals and you can spread them out as you pour. I'm trying to help the people. Spread them out as you pour and make a nice layer. Now you got a layer a fire. Oh, I feel like that already. You got a layer of fire. I wish I had a cook now. You got you got a layer of fire. And now you just take your grill and sit it on there and, and you're good to go. Now now you got the perfect and that fire will last you. Look, let me tell you something. You can cook, you can slow you got, now you have to learn how to control your heat. Right? Y'all gotta learn how for those like now y'all know I don't do gas grills. I don't believe that's what the Lord intended. Huh? Wasn't no gas back when the look. Uh, uh, when Noah was barbecuing on the ark, wasn't no gas grill. I'm just saying. Y'all say, what did he say? Huh? You think he used hay? Hay? Which, oh, you mean for 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 the grill? I mean, yeah, if he was on the ark and stuff. They saw the yeah yeah that wood that's extra wood left over. It was wood. Okay. It was a little left there when Noah was cooking on the ark. Y'all know because that's how I know that's how I know we we could eat pork because if God didn't intend for us to eat pork, Noah wouldn't have, it would have got left off. Huh? You know, but I think about it like that. If, if the Lord didn't intend for us to eat the pork meat, Noah, come on now, Noah would have, the pork, the pig would have drowned it <laughs> in the flood. I wish I would help somebody. The pig would have drowned in the flood if God didn't intend for us to eat good pork meat. Huh? And then for y'all that want to say Noah was black, if, I know some of my brothers and sisters want to say Noah was black, but I'm going to say this again. Ain't no, I, I, I love the fact that we want to claim a lot of stuff. <clears throat> Look here. Ain't no way if Noah had been black, first of all, chicken would have been gone. Meat, all the pork would have been, we wouldn't know what bacon was today because the pig and the chicken wouldn't have made it for 40 days and 40 nights. It just wasn't going to happen. The chicken and the pig would not have made it for 40 days in, in the midst of the storm. Ain't, ain't no way. They would have went first. They would. The, I'm, I'm just trying to help y'all. I'm the trying to help y'all. You say the first shall be last. <laughs> you sound like you sound like something like a preacher over there. That's your that's your something like a doctorate degree. Yeah. You got you got something like one. <laughs> when we came one, I tried to preach. Smidge of it. You got a little smidge. You got a little corner. Little smidge, a little emblem, little raise emblem. Oh God! Anyway, but look, I just want—I just want to help y'all out because I just, you know, I've—I've I've had some bad barbecue experience. I've been to invite to some people's houses, and I've seen them do some uh, not quite uh, good things uh, on their barbecue grills and and scare the people. And I just think it's wrong uh, when we do that to the people with with that with that charcoal. All right, I saw this. Uh, did you see that that message? Yes, sir. Okay, so here is here is my thing. And I don't want to ever, uh, I'm not, let me, I always like to be clear when I'm, when I'm looking at stuff. And so I don't want to, uh, y'all, for those of you who can see the chat box, uh, who are able to see the chat from uh, Brother Wales, uh, bless you, sir. 
Uh, I would tell people this all the time. Uh, you know, uh, let, let the Lord lead you how he leads you. Let the Lord lead you how he leads you. Uh, because I don't do, and this is the second time now, I believe, uh, not from that particular person, but this is the second time I've seen uh, request. Yeah, second time I've seen a request like that. And so it always makes me, um, you know, you want to you want to be in this season. You want to be uh, you want to be helpful to people when you can. And at the same time, uh, you also want to make sure that you are uh, that you are uh, being that you are being uh, for le- for lack of better words uh, that you are um, being prudent. That's the word I want to use. Uh, that you are being prudent in your in your in your doings and everything so i i'm I'm gonna just leave it i'm I'm gonna leave it at that uh i'm gonna say this too uh brother wells i i don't know you directly uh i i i have a couple of um i i i don't have any uh reggie wells i know i have my my page is public so anybody can be on my post I don't have my page blocked out on purpose uh, because of the show and everything. Uh, so again, uh, brother, if, if I, I pray you get uh, the help that you are uh, that you are seeking. I pray you get the help that you are seeking. Uh, but again, for anybody who uh, anybody who again, I would just tell people be prudent in your in your actions and 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 all of that. And I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, yeah, because I, I, I yeah, I'm gonna just leave it at that. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that. Amen. 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 All right. <clears throat> so Tanya, better get in trouble right now. So Dana. Uh, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. So, uh, Monique is in the news again. Oh well, she got a point now. Wait a minute. Which one are we talking about? I mean, is it about the bonnets? Yes. That's why I'm coming to you. <laughs> okay. She she has a point. So Mon- y'all y'all know Monique. Now y'all know I went. I've seen two points about the bonnet. I went. I went hard on Monique uh, back with her Netflix deal and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all know I went hard, and, and some of y'all was understood, and some of y'all, you know, it was it was it was kind of a uh, it was kind of up and down an up and down thing. Uh, but uh, Monique is in the news again. She's she's not in the news, I should say, but she's on social media mm-hmm. right now uh, because she made some comments. <clears throat> about bonnets and flights. About uh, women wearing uh, bonnets uh, and 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 headscarves. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and let me let me let me let me read uh, Monique's uh, comments. Let me read Monique's comments. Monique, y'all know Monique, the comedian actress. Monique. Uh, she said this. She says. Uh, she says it took me a minute to say what I'm getting ready to say. Because I want to make sure I'm saying it from a place, uh, I'm not saying it from a place of judgment, and that I'm saying it from a place of love, she said. She says, some of y'all have given me the title of auntie, and I'm honored that you all do that. But there are times that auntie has to talk to her babies and say some real stuff. That ain't what she typed, but uh, uh, but stuff is the word I'm going to use. I can use on these particular airways. <laughs> okay. Uh, it says the charm school host says she was shocked to see uh, the amount of young sisters wearing head bonnet, scarves, slippers, pajamas, and blankets wrapped around them at the airport. She says, I've been seeing it not just at the airport. I've been seeing it at the store, at the mall. 
Monique said, adding, when did we lose our pride in representing ourselves? When did we slip away uh, of let me make sure I'm presentable when I leave my home? She made it clear that she wasn't expecting women to wear a full face of makeup to the airport. However, all I'm saying is, could you please comb your hair? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you don't have pride, but the representation that you're showing someone will have you ask, will, will have to ask you to know if you have it, she added. Uh, it's not to get a man. It is just your representation, my sweet baby, she said. Uh uh, she said, Auntie Nikki going to tap you and say, hey, baby girl, show what you're worth. Show you, uh, show you what you deserve. She, Monique suggested that the ban of bonnets in public area is a part of a larger agenda. That may be part of us helping our community because if you look like you don't give a dick, uh-huh, uh, you're going to be treated as such. Her now viral video instantly divided the Internet. Many thought Monique was out of line because of her, bon- her bonnet remarks. Uh, some said Monique can, you know, kiss her butt or whatever, disrespectfully. And one of y'all mamas or grandmamas come up here asking me why I got on a bond and she getting cussed out when one user tweeted. Another person tweeted, to be very fair, Monique is a mm, big black woman. Uh, they are held to much different standards than non-big black women. They don't, uh, they don't get to go out looking any kind of way because people call them sloppy, messy, whatever. So there's a lot framing her viewpoint. All right, let me, let me, let me, let me. That's a lot of whole. That's a bunch of crap. That was a whole bunch of judgment there. Yeah, because that had nothing to do with Monique's size. About size, because when I, if I see a skinny one, if we're going to go about judgment, if I see a skinny person with a bonnet, I'm thinking you, uh, in my best judge masses, you on crack. <clears throat> and everything else like that. Okay. So that, so to say that this is why we have, this is why we have colorism, Mm-hmm. And then, and and now, and now, and now we, and now we hit below the belt about size and everything else like that. That so, whoever said that is opening up another door. Yeah, these, these as, are just... as to as to why black people keep putting each other down and not loving on themselves and everything else like that. That that was just so wrong and everything. That, that is so wrong. He opened up a that that was like opening up Pandora's box or a black hole to. To the abyss of nowhere. He might as well go with you when you have put that post out about women in ponytails. Go that way. Oh Lord, I forgot about that. <laughs> go that way. The bonnet thing for me yes. is help us. I don't go out. I don't go out with no bonnet. Praise Jesus. <laughs> I don't go out with no bonnet. Huh? Praise the Lord, somebody. Huh? <laughs> I don't go out with any bonnet at all. Thank and, you, Holy Ghost. Yes. And. And so the whole the whole thing is there's a time and a place for a bonnet, <clears throat> and it and and <clears throat> to to get to to wear a bonnet on um, on the airplane or in the um, in the waiting area, that's crazy. To preserve your do, let people see your do. <laughs> like you you are like you, you you call yourself taking trips, taking flights, and everything else like that. <laughs> Take your bonnet off and everything. <sighs> Now, being wrapped up in a blanket, those airport things are cold. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. They make these things. They make the they make these snugglies now mm-hmm. where you can wrap up. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna fight you about the being, being a blanket, right? Because I'm I'm the I'm the blanket bandit queen and everything else. So I'm not gonna fight you about that. But uh-huh. bonnet, I will definitely fight you on because that is a time and place is meant for sleeping. It is to to rest your head and everything else like that. To wear it in the airport, to wear it to your child's school, is not only an embarrassment to you, 
but to them as well and everything else like that that is not um there is no need there is no need for it. I'd rather that you wear a cap with the fake ponytail or the one with the fake hair where the lady got TSA the TSA had to make, made her take off her hair mm-hmm. a cap and it was just like a it was a hair cap mm-hmm. that said bad hair day mm-hmm. and everything I'd rather that you wear that but do not come outside mm-hmm. wearing a bonnet and mm-hmm. everything else like that 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 is just the worst mm-hmm. and everything like you know that it, it does show it shows it gives people the judgment to think that, like, you know, like, so if you got this bonnet on, nine times out of ten, maybe your hair is not combed. Did you brush your teeth? Did you wash something? Did, did you hit? Did you hit? Did you hit the vital organs? Or, I mean, what the body, vital body parts? Right, 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 right. Like right. That. So yeah. Um, in, in terms of being funny, Tammy Roman does Bonnet Chronicles. Mm-hmm. That's that's intended to be funny. Mm-hmm. She's never outside. She's outside doing Bonnet Chronicles in her home. Mm-hmm. She's never out anywhere in public doing Bonnet Chronicles and mm-hmm. everything else like that. So to that point, Bonnet Chronicles is fine because she's doing it in in her residency and everything else like that. So it's fine with me. Um, we if y'all gonna get on. Monique, y'all better get on your girl Juanita Bynum, who told y'all y'all was loose if y'all didn't have no stockings on. Because Juanita have y'all out here in this 82-degree weather, moist. 92. 92, 82, <laughs> humidity and everything with some with some stockings on, talking about it wasn't lady like y'all go get her too. So like if we, I know no one's talking about canceling her, but you know, like you know, also at the same time, be be careful about who you jump on and everything else like that. She was just showing that she was just saying something in the, in the terms of pride. Patty LaBelle said the moment she had, like when somebody said, when she, when somebody had rang, rang her doorbell mm-hmm. and they said, you don't look like Patty LaBelle. That moment forward, she always made sure that she woke up being presentable. Mm-hmm. So, so like, you know, so, so no one could make mistake her for anybody else or not say that's not who you are. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, that's, that's, that's my take. Like, you know, it, um, we we angry at everything. If it do, if it don't apply, let it fly. Okay. Um. So let me. I've said this on this show. I don't know how many times. Uh, I've tried to. I've guarded my words, which y'all know I don't do very well. Uh, I've guarded my words when it comes to this because I understand uh, our people. I get it. I get it. I understand that uh, a lot of times we uh, we do things because out of when we get real comfortable in certain situations, and when we're too comfortable, uh, that level of comfort uh, puts us in a bad light. Let me say this, and let me be clear: <clears throat> don't nobody want to see you. In the bonnet. Now, let me be real clear. The purpose of this bonnet, help me, Tanya, because you know better than me, because I don't need one. Mm-hmm. But the purpose of the bonnet was to protect your hair at night when you are sleeping. Mm-hmm. Correct? These are facts. So it's, 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 it's bedtime attire for sleeping. Mm-hmm. For sleeping now, 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 ladies, please don't get mad at me because I'm finna go somewhere with this. It's for sleeping. I'm finna help somebody. It's for sleeping. <laughs> Meaning, when you go to bed with the bonnet on, you have told us that you are prepared to go to sleep. 
It's for sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, so, so uh, uh, when you get up in the morning, your pajamas are for sleeping. Now, I recognize on college campuses, I recognize on college campuses that wearing pajama pants on campus to go to whatever, whatever real quick, that might be the norm in some cases. That might be the norm in some cases. However, there is something wrong with presenting yourself in that fashion. And, and, and it's easy. It's a cop-out to say, I don't care what people think about me. You're lying. You're lying. Because then if you don't care what people think about you, then why do you have the bonnet in the first place? Because you're trying to keep the hairdo or whatever it is under there, you're trying to keep it in a, a certain way so that it still looks good to who? Mm-hmm. So, so I'm, I'm, I, I say this, I'm, I'm going to take it a step further. This, this, the bonnet is the same to me as the sagging pants. You look a fool. The bonnet to me and the pajamas is the same as the sagging pants on me. You look a whole fool. Ain't no other way, ain't no other way of talking about it. You look a whole fool. It is absolutely horrible. And I'll say it again. It's horrible. It's horrible to, 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 to believe that it's okay for you to come outside, for you to come outside presenting yourself in this fashion. It is absolutely horrible. So, again, I, I said what I said about Monique, you know, uh, two years ago with the whole Netflix thing. That was then, this is now. I am in 100% agreement with her. That thing is for internal use. That is not for everybody to see. Whoever you live with in the house, yes, they can see you in the bonnet. They can see you in the mud mask. They can see you in whatever you do, your facial cream, whatever you, all of that. But all of that is for your house. We don't want to see you in Walmart, Target, the mall, pull up next to you. With your bonnet on. That's not that's not anything we want to see. And and nobody should have to see it. No more than I want to see the guy walking next to me with his pants down around his butt, intentionally around his butt. We we look. There's so much stuff stacked up against us already. Appearance should not be another one. Control the things that you can control. You can control how people see you because you're absolutely right, Latanya. Uh, if you if you looking like you just rolled out the bed, then I am going to ask the question in my mind: Did you wash your blessed assurance before you came outside? Did you brush your teeth? Did you throw a little mouthwash down your throat? Did you did you did you spread a little water in them particular areas? You know, uh, you, you know, are you are you funky? Huh? I'm gonna ask the question. Because it 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 it's it's something that 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 you know I I just think it's just is is something that people it's a fair question. You look a whole fool. When you come outside looking like that, a whole fool. And at some point, we as black people have to stop carrying ourselves. Stop 
Watch this. Stop stacking stuff up against you on your own. Stop, stop putting up your own obstacles. I, I, I agree with the whole thing about the... I told y'all this story a long time ago. <laughs> I remember I went to... I went to... Uh, it was I was with ex-wife number two. <laughs> and we were in Atlanta. We were in Atlanta. And and we were, uh, it was early in the morning, and she was like, I want to go to Walmart real quick. And I was like, okay. So we got up, got dressed, and and we stopped at the at the gas station. No, no, that, no, no, I'm sorry. Here it is. We got there, and we stopped at the gas station. So, of course, you know, we've been on the road because we drove. We've been, we was on the road, and we drove. And, and I get out the car to pump the gas. She goes into the, the, the gas station to grab some snacks or whatever. The young lady across the pump from me gets out the car. Now, it's early morning on a Saturday or whatever. It's early in the morning on a Saturday. Sister girl, got this Atlanta now, hair laid. I don't know where she was going, but her hair was laid, makeup on, whatever, whatever. You know, and I'm like, it's early. Like, where, like where's she going? And so <laughs> Yolanda says, Yolanda says, you know what? It's a shortage of men down here, ain't it? I saw straight men. I was like, yeah. I was like, sister girl, ready. She's staying ready. <laughs> she ain't trying to get caught slipping. She always said, look, just in, case, just in case he show up, I won't be ready. Now, that's not the reason to take off the bonnet, but because you represent you. You represent you. What picture do you want people to, and in this age of social media and cameras everywhere, is that really the picture you want posted of you? Is that really the image that you want posted of you? Is that, is that, is that really what you want the people to see? You outside uh, uh, with this, 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 this thing tied up on your head, this bond. And I'll tell you now, I don't, I don't allow, and Latanya's the witness, we turn kids' cameras off. Even though, and, and they're at home, because I know people say, well, they're at home. So when they're at Zoom, they're at home. Yes, but you are on camera, though. <laughs> you're at home, but you're on camera. We would never see you like that in the school building. We would never see you like that in public. We don't want to see you like that in public. So while you're in front of this camera in these classrooms, we're going to ask you to take your bonnet off. Gentlemen, we're going to ask you not to wear your baseball cap on camera. Blankets in the airport, I got no problem with that. I know it's cold. Blankets on the air, I know it's cold. But just because you go, let me help you all again too now. Let me help you all with this. You're flying from Chicago to Miami. And let's say you left Chicago a couple of days back when it was, you know, when, we, when Chicago was having this bipolar weather when it was 42 degrees outside. But you're, in, you're leaving Chicago to go to Miami. You need to dress like you in Chicago when you're in Chicago. Because, see, some of y'all want to wear the Miami clothes on the plane to, Chicago, or to Miami because you want to get off the plane, call yourself stunting, getting off the plane. You're stupid. You wear it. You better act like you're not cold. 
know that's right. I know that's right. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody trying to, trying to, trying to, you know, see all that. It, it, it's all about your representation. And we do it on Facebook. We on Facebook with, 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 with bonnets on and, and we doing live streams with all this stuff on. It's not, look, as your grandma used to say, that ain't cute. Ain't nothing cute about it. You look a fool and, you, and you're representing yourself and your family. We tell it to our students all the time. You, you, you're not just representing you when you're in this classroom. You're representing your family. So when you walk down the street, whatever your last name is, whoever your mama is, whoever your daddy is, that's who you and yourself, you're representing you and your family. So I'm, 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 in, I'm in full agreement with Monique. I'm sorry. You ain't going to – you ain't going to – you get no argument out of me. You get no – you get no argument out of me. None. I, I am. I am. I am here for it. I am here for it. Uh, I think at some point, and 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 I I said this a long time ago when they were talking about passing a um, uh, uh, indecent exposure ordinance, and I know people will say, well, you're just trying to target uh, black folks. Say this: if black folks ain't the only ones walking around with their pants sagging, and I know they're gonna say, well, you're just targeting minorities, then pull your damn pants up. I said what I said. Pull your pants up. Pull your pants up, bro. Don't nobody want to see that. And and because I, I don't care, I don't care what type of swag you think it is. I don't care how cool you think it is. I don't care none of that, dude. I'm sorry. Wearing your pants wrapped around the bottom of your butt cheeks is a sign to another man that your booty is available. I just said what I said. Huh? That, that, that's all it means. It don't mean nothing. I know you can try to make it mean something else, but it don't. I, I, know, I know we want to make it mean something else, but it don't. Wearing your pants wrapped around the bottom of your butt cheek simply means that your butt is available to some other man who decides he wants it. That's all it means. I don't care if you got on a Gucci belt. I don't care if you got on a Marc Jacobs belt. I don't care if you got on a Coach belt, a Louis Vuitton belt. I don't care if your jeans cost $300. If they are wrapped around the bottom of your butt cheeks, you are telling some other man somewhere, come take you because you are available. That's what it means. It don't mean nothing else. Nothing. That's what it means. And if you okay with and, and knowing that you still make that choice, more power to you. More power to you. Because that mess started in the prison yard. That that's where that mess started. It was it didn't start with rappers. I know that's what the, I know that's what some of y'all want to believe. It didn't start with 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 rappers and and Easy E and Dr. Dre. Cause matter of fact, Easy E and Dr. Dre didn't wear their pants sagging like that. <laughs> it didn't start with them. It did not start with them. That mess started in prison yards. It was a sign. And if you walked around with your with your with your uh, 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 with your pants sagging and with your pocket sticking out, your pocket sticking out mean you was available, <laughs> huh? So y'all walking? They say no sound. Oh, okay. 
Y'all, y'all can y'all y'all can still hear. Y'all good. Y'all can I get a thumbs up, a heart, like something? Y'all y'all can hear. Let me see something. Huh? Oh yeah, I can hear. I just heard it myself. Never mind. Uh, but I, I am I am I. It, it, th- th- there is no there is no. You cannot say you do not know. You cannot say you were not aware. Oh, Sister Pitt said it was hers. Okay. Ezra says, God made your tail behind you because he didn't want you to see it, neither do I. (laughs) I know that's right. At some point, y'all, at some point, and and I I, I try. This this, this is the reason I stayed. I, 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 I like being in middle school because I try my best to grab those young boys then. Pull your pants up now. When we, when we're, like right now we're in hybrid. So the kids, you know, we have, they have to check in with us outside before they come in the building. And when they're getting out, the, and, you know, and I, I said something to the kid. Matter of fact, I said something to a kid a couple of weeks ago. He got out of his car. And when he was getting out of his car, he was pulling his pants up. And I told, and I literally yelled this across the parking lot. So his parent or whoever was dropping him off can hear. Pull your pants up and fix your belt before you get to this door. You're not going to walk past me holding your belt and your pants. You ain't going to walk past me doing that. We're not, we're, not, we're not playing that game. Pull your pants up. Show some respect for yourself. Not for me. Show some respect for yourself. Show some respect for your family. Because there's nothing nothing cool about it. There's nothing cool about it. All right, what time is it? It is 8, no, 7.45. It's 7.45. I'm trying to think, was that the last? um, Oh, so let me, let me, let me, let me move on. Let me move on. Let me move on. Let me move on. Um, Were you about to say something? Mm -mm. Okay. Uh, the next, the next, the, the next little topic, real quick, that I want to touch on, uh, 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 real quick is, uh, uh, you all know uh, today is the one hundredth, uh, the one hundredth anniversary of um, uh, of the the massacre in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The one hundredth anniversary of the massacre on what we what we know as Black Wall Street where uh, hundreds, maybe even hundreds of people, hundreds of black people were killed. Thousands of black people were displaced. Black businesses were burned down by racist white people, killed, and the media sat on it. It was kept quiet. Uh, It was kept quiet. Uh, Thank you, Angela, because I I forgot to talk about that last week. Uh, But it was kept quiet. Uh, it was it was uh, uh, it, it was pretty much, uh, you know, the, the media was different, too. We're talking 1920, 1920, 1921, actually. 1921, uh, when this happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where this this Greenwood area, uh, this, this this Greenwood neighborhood, just imagine Bronzeville. Again, I talked about this last week. Just imagine Bronzeville at its height with with businesses. And I, I, I was listening to one of the ladies talk. She was 107 years old. She said, imagine a block where you could go see your lawyer, your dentist, go to the grocery store, and see your doctor all on the same block. (laughs) 
all on the same block. All on the same block where you can find your dentist, your lawyer, and these were black folks. Well-to-do. Huh? Well-to-do black folks. Thriving. Thriving. Well-to-do black people. They were thriving and, 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 and out, of, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, everything they had uh, was taken from them, again, based off of a lie. And, and uh, one of the things, my, my mother said this to me because she was watching this, and, and, and she says to me, she says, I, she says, I am just now finding out. She says, why wasn't this taught? And I had to remind her, black history, our history, our history in this country Black, white people will have us only want to talk about Martin Luther King. <laughs> they only want us to talk about the civil rights movement. They only want us to talk about the Voting Rights Act. They only want us to talk about that. And, th- and then they barely want you to talk about that. They don't want us to talk about what happened, what, what led up to this or what led up to that. This history, our history, they have tried to whitewash it for too long. Even, uh, even, even, even today, uh, I saw a, uh, uh, I saw a posting uh, today, uh, and I love my brother uh, uh, Stephen Thurston. I can't wait for him to come back uh, to the show uh, as soon as we can get his our schedules uh, back together. Uh, he will definitely be back on the on the show. Uh, but he he put up a post today about whitewashing. Our history. Uh, let me, and this, let me, so let me let me read. Let me let me let me read what ABC News posted to our uh, what they posted on ABC News. ABC News posted this. It says, <clears throat> and just listen. <clears throat> it says, on this day, a hundred years ago, three hundred people died. This is this is how ABC News put it on 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 their Twitter page. On this day, a hundred years ago, three hundred people died in one of the biggest attacks of racial violence and domestic terrorism. In American history. The 1921 Black Wall Street massacre destroyed over 35 blocks of a predominantly black neighborhood in Tulsa, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's how ABC News wrote it. Uh, Ava DuVernay, y'all know the writer Ava DuVernay? This is how she wrote it. She says, correct it. On this day 100 years ago, white mobs terrorized, tortured, and murdered 300 black people in one of the biggest attacks of racial violence in American history. There is a difference in the two. 300 black people didn't die. 300 black people were murdered. 300 black people were killed. 300 homicides were committed publicly. They didn't die. Didn't die of old age. Didn't just go to sleep and not wake up. Didn't have some disease that killed. They were they were murdered. Not while they were sleeping either. They were hunted and murdered in their own neighborhoods by ignorant punk white people. Murdered. So so don't let's 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 not. Uh, 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 let's 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 be honest. And the fact that it's been a hundred years, and not one nobody has been brought to justice. It's been a hundred years. 
and nothing has been, uh, uh, there's been no compensation. Not even a, uh, not even a my bad. <laughs> nothing. Hundred years. And I know what happens. I told the tiny this this morning. I know what happens. We can talk about it all day long. And white folks, the ones who, the ones who say they're on our side, the white folks who go, oh, my God, that's so horrible. And, and, oh, we, we, we support you. We support you. Until, until they hear the key word, that four-syllable word that makes all white people tense up their left and right butt cheek. Reparations. <laughs> Pay us for what you did to us. Oh, huh? What you? Well, wait a minute now. Hold on. <laughs> See, it's all—it's all good. We, oh, we sympathize with you. Oh, we empathize with you. Oh, that's horrible. Okay, since you know it's horrible, since you recognize that it happened, can we get some compensation? Can those ten thousand families, those ten thousand people who were displaced, can their family members be compensated? Please don't tell me we ain't got the money because we just came up with. Uh, one point nine trillion for the for the COVID relief. <laughs> so don't say we ain't got the money. You can come up with another if you come up with that one trillion, you come up with another couple of trillion. You got another trillion somewhere. Just print it up. Print it up. Turn look, get some get some fresh ink and start printing. The minute you say reparations, all hell breaks loose. They 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 no longer we our, our part of the our part of the argument ends when you start saying give us some money. You burned down full neighborhoods and nobody paid for it. No insurance came for it, and and so we just lost out. And then watch this. I just heard this part this morning. Uh, after when people started to try to rebuild their communities, you ready for this? When they tried to rebuild their communities, the government then came in and said, we're putting a highway right through his area. So, so even though it was still your land, you lost your land too. Eminent domain. You lost your land. They said, we're just going to build a highway through here. So they built a road right through the very area where these people owned land. But this is the land of the free, home of the brave. This is the greatest country in the world. Black folks ain't never had it better. When we did have it better, y'all took it from us. When, huh? I I, I get the Tulsa, Oklahoma thing. Yes, come on. It's just that we. You have to shed light on other massacres that happen. Yeah. And everything. This is a hundred. Yeah. In two more years, Rosewood would make a hundred. Yeah. Right. We don't even talk about Rosewood In no more. In 1919, you have Elaine, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, before Tulsa. Mm. Two years before Tulsa. Mm. And everything with with approximately almost 50 to maybe a hundred people being killed mm. and everything because uh, white people thought they had said they got a, they had a cold word to like m- to murder them and everything. So it was just based off of based off of a rumor gone wild. <laughs> wow. And everything else like this. Your your first race riot massacre of and everything else like that wasn't just Tulsa. It started in New Orleans. Yeah. 
And so it's just like, you know, how, how about, you know, we, 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 we focus. I, I, I know black people, we are focused. We, when we are focused, it, it, it is amazing. How about we focus on, it hasn't just been one, mm-hmm. hasn't been two, mm-hmm. hasn't been three. Mm-hmm. We over 10 mm-hmm. and we, and everything else like that. Like, you know, it, it, I will give it the same energy that we give when, when one of us gets killed because of police brutality. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just one. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just two. Mm-hmm. It has been plenty. Yeah. You start, organ, organize your, <laughs> um, Study. <laughs> study, <laughs> study, study your own world and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and, and don't and, and don't be surprised. Like you know, it, when you find out, like oh, this happened, go research some more and find and, and find out. Like you know, like this ain't the first time. Be amazed that this is like be amazed that this wasn't the first time. It's been happening. Mm-hmm. Happen, like you know, like you know, slavery was just one thing, but in 1866 in New Orleans, that, that it started there and it just kept growing and mm-hmm. it keeps going and it keeps going and then what i see was so amazing is that it's all from missouri oklahoma all the way to new york or virginia there there are no race riots back the other way mm-hmm. somebody please tell me why mm. Mm. so i don't know no i I mean, I mean like you know we we get focused we we, we get we, we get focused this is not like you know uh, we we focus mm-hmm. and everything, but uh, white people be focused about sorry Europeans. They be focused about the Holocaust and everything else like that. But we've had one too many occurrences where we where where they have destroyed our neighborhood or 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 our means to be um like we we're not bothering you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We we not bothering you, but you want to bother us mm-hmm. and everything. Like like let's talk about these um these sundown towns and everything else like mm-hmm. that. We mm-hmm. we not we we didn't come to bother you. You came to bother us. Mm-hmm. That's a, like you know that's all I want to say. I, I just see so many people giving it breath and everything, but it's so we have so many other massacres that need breath and that need life and that we need reparations for and everything. We need reparations just for being slaves and being See, the, and being brought over here. That, well, that's a whole other one, right? That It goes back to there. If you're going to go back, then you need to go all the way back to the beginning. So you go back to when you first start putting people on the boat and bringing them over here. But nobody, they don't want, nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that because it, 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 no, there, there is uh, even, the, even the, the fake apologies. Uh, the, you know, we've gotten real close uh, to an apology for slavery, but we never actually got it. But it doesn't come with any. Uh, it doesn't come with any. Uh, there's no meat behind it, right? There's no meat behind it. You get these. You get these apologies, but there's never any. There's no substance to it. There's never any real substance to it. So uh, we want to keep the. You know, again, uh, keep our children informed. Keep our children informed. Keep your children informed. Sit down with your children and let them know. What what's really been going on in this country? Give your children. Don't sugarcoat. Look, we can, we can we can we can I can love this country and still tell the truth. Ah, I wish somebody would get that. I can love this country and still tell the truth about it. I can love this country and still be honest about it. I can I can love this country and still say. Uh, uh, what what was good and what was bad? I, I can love this country and 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 still say the things that are wrong with it, and still expect better from it. 
if not for me, then for my children, then for my grandchildren, then for their children. We, we, we can still demand better. We can still demand accountability from it and those who are or were in charge. Because what, here is the deal. The people that benefit, and, 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 and we want to, we want to uh, act like it didn't happen. But we said this this morning when we were talking. If we're going if denying, denying Rosewood, denying Tulsa, and I know this ain't going to sit well with some people, but denying Rosewood and denying Tulsa is the equivalent of people denying the Holocaust. Don't tell me that I need to be upset about the Holocaust because you're, uh, because some people were killed and, 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 and hoarded up and gathered up and put in gas chambers in Germany by the Nazis. The Jews that were killed and were put in concentration camps, I understand that. And at the same time, black folks were enslaved for 400 years, and then even afterwards, even afterwards were never given a fair shot. Even afterwards. But Germany had to pay the Jews for what happened. They were given some compensation. They were given, uh, 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 they, they were given the means by which to, to start over. Anything that you own, yes. you had to give it back. Yeah, it was given and back to them. You owned us. Well, you give us our stuff back. Give, give us what we built for you. Real talk. Like, can, can we be honest? If we were being honest, the states of Georgia, the states of Alabama, the states of uh Thank you. The states of Kentucky, uh, 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 the states of uh, 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 Tennessee, uh, uh, the states of Texas, all of these places, the state of Louisiana, uh, 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 the state of Mississippi, all of these places should be, if we're going to be honest, they should be black owned. I ain't even I, I know it may sound crazy to some of y'all. They should be black owned. They own the state, yes. Because it was black blood and black labor that built those places. Black blood, black lives, and black labor that built those places. Now, if you want to, you want to, you want to clean it up, and you want to try to do something. Get, I, I, I said it like this: you ain't got reparations. It's, it's it, to me, it's real simple. For the documented people that we found, because we know with ancestry, you can find out who owned your people or whatever. It's real simple. We don't pay another tax on nothing. We give give us a straight hundred years tax free. Every 
African American born African American tax free 100 years tax free we don't pay no more taxes income state <laughs> gas grocery it don't matter not another tax we get our check we get it all we'll keep, if we pay in the social security we'll keep doing that but taxes no none property tax none wiped done 100 years I try to get that drop of blood. Right. Then, then, right. then all of a sudden, all these white folks, well, you know, uh, 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 my great, great, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Wipe the taxes. You don't, want, you, don't want, you, don't want, you don't want to write us a check? Every black person that has a student loan debt, wipe it right now. Mm-hmm. Wipe it. Wipe it right now. Just wipe it. Wipe the student loan debt right now. Watch this. Every black person. You want to fix it? You don't want to write us a check? Every black person. Erase their credit and everybody get a 700 to start. 700. Start it right there. Don't tell me what you can't do. You ain't got to write the check. 700 right now. 700. Don't write no check. 700. Give it every black person. 700. Boom. Debt gone. Keep your check. 700 credits go out the door. Erase it. Done. <laughs> Yvonne Renee Fowler says 900 credits go. Nine hundred. Nine hundred don't exist. <laughs> Nine hundred don't exist. No. <laughs> What's the highest credit score you got? Like eight. Eight. Eight hundred. Twenty? Or is it just eight hundred? This is eight hundred. Really? I'll, 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 <laughs> you start off off the right, 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 right. I'm about to. You know that's what I'm looking for, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Can you have a 900 credit score? Oh, it says either not, or the standard, 850. 850. 700, though. I think 700 is fair. Anybody, anybody that's, put it this way, anybody that's, that ain't got 700 or better, bring them to seven. That's it. That's it. Bring them to seven. Right there. Right there. And wipe, and, and, and wipe it. That's all I'm saying. Wipe it. That's what that if you 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 want you want to you want to give us an even playing field you want to give us our quote unquote forty acres and the mule that's how you do it right there. Take it a step further. What time is it? I take it a step further. Whatever state you live in, whatever state you live in. If you are black, whatever state you live in, whether it be grammar school, high school, or college, 
if it's a public institution, free. Free. Free, free. Meaning if you are in Chicago, if you live, if you, if you are, if you're in Chicago, you can go to any college in Chicago that's publicly funded for free. So University of Illinois, wherever you want to go, Northwestern, whoever gets public funding, you can go for free. That's the payment. That's the payment. That's how we get, that's how we get uh, 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 reparations. That's how you do it. Wiping credit, wiping student loans. Because see now, 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 now I can't be now I can't be denied certain things. And I, don't don't get me wrong. Some folks deserve the credit score they got. That's okay. That's okay. But guess what? At the end of the day, you know what, white folks, and I know I, know I got some, some white friends, you know what, y- y'all still going to have the advantage. We still trying to play catch up. Well, this is, a, this is a good way to start it off. This is a good way to play catch up. She says, Yvonne Renee Fowler says, it has changed. I needed to be great. I've been through hell living in America. She says, you can cheat us out of our money, not pay us for our experience in the nurses' field. I need it all. I know that's right. Huh? Oh. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Who Lord? All right, y'all. We're going to. This is what we're gonna do. Uh, oh, one last, one last thing. One last thing. One last thing. Um, congratulations, congratulations to. And do me a favor, y'all. If you, have, you all have not hit the share button, please hit the share button. Share this. Share this. Share this broadcast. Uh, which are people, please, please, ma'am, please, sir, whichever page you're watching this on, if you're watching on TTLO Media, if you're watching on my personal page, if you're watching on my Elder King page, please share, 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 share. Uh, hit the share button. I see four share from TTLO. Uh, thank you, elect lady. Thank you to God be the glory pits. And uh, who else was it? Oh, and Michelle Melton, and then one that I cannot see. But thank you, thank you, thank you uh, to those who, who shared. Uh, let, me, let me say this. Congratulations and welcome back. Welcome back, uh, Father Michael Flager. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Um, I am I am not, um, I don't want to be, I'm not blind, nor am I not empathetic to the plight of, um, to the plight of those um, who have suffered under the hands of abuse by those in the Catholic Church. Uh, I am not unaware. I am not deaf to the plight of those who have suffered at the abuse of some rogue individuals in the Catholic Church. I'm, let, me, let me be very clear. Let me be very clear. Let me be very clear. Um, at the same time, I don't. I did not read any evidence. I did not see it. I've read the story uh, of what supposedly happened, uh, but there was an investigation that was held internally and externally. And as Father Flake said, after five months after being removed uh, because of false act- accusations, he was brought back. I read the statement from the archdiocese. They brought him back 
because after their internal investigations and their external, meaning people who investigated that were not them, no evidence was found. No evidence was found. Nothing. Nothing was found. And, 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 and so, Father Flager, welcome back. Uh, still waiting for you to come on the show. I know we've been uh, – uh, uh, I've been trying to get him on the show. And if I pull up uh, the last time we, we exchanged messages, uh, it was – man, it's probably been uh, – my God, it's probably been I don't know how many years, uh, but it's been a minute uh, because we have we, – we've been trying to, 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 to get him on uh, for some time now. Uh, but at the same time, I am happy. I am overjoyed uh, that he is back in the pulpit doing uh, what he should be doing, uh, preaching what he should be, uh, you know, being able to preach the word of God and all of that. Uh, the last time uh, we spoke was, oh, wow, it's been that long? Uh, <laughs> 2016, yeah, 925. <laughs> so we've been exchanging messages since 2016. Uh, about him trying to uh, uh, um, to come on to the show, uh, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna we and we're gonna keep trying. We're gonna keep trying. We're gonna keep trying. Uh, but it, it's just been uh, I, I I applaud his his effort and and what he does in this city. And I wish I wish we had more uh, who who weren't afraid uh, uh, because this is what happens when you stand up for what's right. This is what happens when we stand for that there will be attacks. And then the question is, can your character withstand the attack? And I believe that's why so many in the church are quiet, because their character won't be able to withstand the attack. And, and, and you know, a lot of times, you know, I get it. I get it. You know, sometimes uh, when you stand up, you have to be prepared for the exposure. You have to be prepared for the mirror, for the spotlight to be on you. And, and, and some people can't stand the spotlight. Some people just want to stay behind the comfort of their pulpit. I want to stay behind the comfort of my pulpit, behind the comfort of the microphone in my building, uh, or stay in my office. And I'll say what I want to say from the pulpit, but I'm not going, to, I'm not going up behind any, you know, I, I, I'll preach my sermon, and I'll spit fire from the pulpit, but I'm not walking no streets because somebody might recognize me or they may do some digging and there may be something that I'm not prepared for. And, and so I need, I, 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 I'm limited in what I can say. Hmm. <sighs> anyway. All right, y'all, we're going to uh, take a quick break. Uh, we're going to take a, a, a quick break. Let me give me a, 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 a thumb or something. Let me know. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, when we come back, we're going to jump into our conversation for today. Uh, three not so obvious reasons. Church visitors don't come back. Be right back, y'all. TTL Radio.
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are coming on back, coming on back, coming on back, coming on back. Uh, again, get your tickets now. Get your tickets now for the All Men Lifted event. Uh, if you have not gotten your tickets yet, go to unlimitedfaithproductions.com. Also, there are vendor opportunities. What, 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 what kind of opportunities? Vendor opportunities for you uh, to get your business seen, to get your voice heard, to get your business out there. Uh, there, are sponsor, there, uh, there are still some sponsorship opportunities available, uh, but if you are a vendor, if you are a food truck owner, uh, if you are a, if you got some great product, maybe you do t-shirts, maybe you're a t-shirt maker, maybe you got some bomb t-shirts, you know, Juneteenth is that weekend. What better day? If you got some black, uh, some, some black t-shirts uh, representing your business or some black power t-shirts or some black lives matter or some Juneteenth or black is beautiful or, you know, all of those wonderful t-shirts, maybe you, maybe you get, Hey, if you got, if, the, if you got it like that, sign up, be a vendor, be a vendor, uh, at the All Men Lifted event, June 19th at 4 p.m. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. Man, we 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 moving today. We moving today. Thank y'all so much, too. I appreciate all y'all's comments, too. Uh, always, always. Uh, they are always uh, good, good, good to have. Do you see the, because um, I don't, I wonder is it in my bag. Is the other iPad over there? The black one? Yeah. I wonder did I leave it out there in the, what you call it, in the sanctuary, <laughs> up against the wall, like I normally do. It probably is, knowing me. Yeah, we'll look for it. Oh, dropping stuff, y'all. Uh, yeah. But anyway, we got this really good article, this really good article, uh, this really good article, simply entitled, simply entitled, um, Three Not-So-Obvious Reasons, Three Not-So-Obvious Reasons, that people, uh-oh, don't return, uh-huh, to your church. Three not-so-obvious reasons. It was still on the wall. <laughs> Glad we got some honest people around here. <laughs> uh, three not-so-obvious reasons uh, that people don't return to your church. That's our topic uh, of conversation uh, for today. I am uh, excited again to share this with you all uh it's going to be going to be going to be good 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 so let's get to this uh this article was just written today uh may 31st is by uh jeff surratt jeff surratt jeff surratt writes for churchleaders.com uh he served on the leadership teams at seacoast church and saddleback church uh as a managing director of exponential uh he's the author of several books including together a guide for couples ministry and written uh with his wife sherry uh, Jeff also coaches churches and leaders around the U.S. and in Europe. Why? And people might say, "Well, why do you read that?" Because see, I want folks to know that we're not just giving you information from non uh, people who just got opinions, right? Uh, uh, is it's not we're not just giving you information from people who have opinions. Uh, we're giving you information from people uh, who have studied and labored uh, in particular fields. Uh, so we want you all to. Uh, uh, make sure we're giving you pertinent and real-time information that you can actually use. Amen. Amen. So look, let's jump into uh, let's jump into this uh, today. Again, the title of the article the title of the article is simply entitled uh, Three Not So Obvious Reasons." Three not so obvious reasons 
uh, that people, that people, uh-huh, come on now, uh, that visitors don't return to your church. Three not-so-obvious reasons uh, that visitors don't return to your church. Let me get this up over here. I was trying to stall, but now it's doing what it wants to do. Thank you very much. There we go. All right. Uh, this is going to be good. It's going to be good. The writer says this. He says, uh, during service, uh, he says, the guests noticed that the words were wrong on some of the slides, uh, and there were several typos on the bulletins. <laughs> uh, this is going to be interesting. Uh, he says, during the service, the guests noticed that uh, the words were wrong on some of the slides, and there were several typos. Uh, on the bulletin. The writer goes on to say this. He says, on the way out of the car, they noticed the pile of junk on the table in the corner, seemingly the same pile of junk that was there when they visited last Christmas. Mm. Mm. Uh, (laughs) The writer goes on to say, uh, he says, um, why is this? Oh, wait a minute. Am I on the wrong page? I think I am. <laughs> I started off on page two like a dumb dumb. Y'all pray for me. All right. So this is what the writer says. He says, there are three not so obvious reasons that church visitors don't return to your church. I'm like, how'd that happen? He says, all pastors know the feeling. He says, a new couple visits on Sunday morning, and maybe they just moved to the area, and they are looking for a church, uh, or a friend invited them, or they decided to give the church a try. He says they seemingly uh, they seem really sharp, exactly the demographic that you're trying to reach. You have a great conversation in the lobby. They promise to be back next week, but they're not, and they never come back. Mm. He says another family comes three weeks in a row. Each weekend, you see them in the lobby after church, and it seems like they're really connecting. They miss the fourth week, but they're back the fifth week, and then they never come back. What happened? Why didn't these families connect? Why do so many people flow through your church without sticking? You've read the books, uh, you've been to conferences, and you've tried everything you can think of, but the back door of your church is always wide open. It's always wide open. What is going on? What is going on? The writer says this. He says, well, I haven't been to your church, or if if I have, let's pretend I haven't. He says, I've visited scores of churches across the country, and I know why many people don't stick. Sometimes, he says, the music is really bad, or the preaching is really boring, or the children's ministry is really awful. But there are other less obvious reasons church visitors don't return. Y'all ready? Here we go. Number one. You didn't get, I know you probably didn't get that. Did you? So, huh? Oh, bless the Lord. Huh? Look how good. You all right with me, boy? Somebody going to marry you and just get excited. going to be happy. Huh? Watch out now. The writer said this. Number one, number one, number one. The writer says, church visitors don't return because your church is a members-only club. Uh-oh. Church visitors don't return because your church is a members-only club. Here's what the writer says. He says, I can hear your reaction from here. Not us. We work very hard to be inclusive. We go out of our way to welcome visitors. We even invite them to a monthly reception to show them how welcome welcome they are. 
swing and a miss on this one, cheesy boy. I don't know why you're calling me cheesy boy, but I could use the nice slap of sharp cheddar right now, the writer says. He says, actually, the more you think you're not a members only club, the more likely you are. Mm. Guests are just that, guests. They are welcome to watch and even participate, but they are not a part of the club. Walking into church is like walking around in a foreign country. There are signs with clever labels like treasure cove, warehouse, and waves that mean absolutely nothing to the outsider. Your announcements are laced with insider language about ministries and programs that everyone, wink, wink, nod, nod, already knows about. Sermons are filled with inside jokes and references to individuals that outsiders know nothing about. I wish y'all would get this. You even have a special shirt and name badges to clearly delineate who belongs and who does not. He says the effort required to learn your language, understand your references, and get to know your members is just too challenging. And for a new attender, it says they're too challenging for a new attender so they don't come back. You don't mean to be a members-only club. You just are. Can I, 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 we've talked about this on this show uh, before. We talked about this before. And one of the things that we've learned is we have to be careful with church jargon. We have to be careful with church jargon. We have to be careful with church jargon Uh, uh, because what happens is, what happens is members get real comfortable. Members get real comfortable with what we're used to hearing, but people on the outside have no clue, right? That's why your presentation, your presentation has to always be as though there are people who are watching you who don't know you. There are people who are listening to you who don't know you. There are people who do are listening to you who are not, uh, there are people who are listening to you who are not saved or they don't know your church lingo or they're not familiar with what you're doing. That's why it's so important that when you're speaking, speak like Christ spoke, where he spoke always on a level where everybody could comprehend. Speak like he spoke. Don't have this members-only mentality. Y'all remember the members-only jacket? I wanted one so bad. I remember I wanted one so bad. The members-only jacket. But you cannot have a members-only mentality. You cannot have we were here first mentality and no outsiders allowed. Or you can come and join, but that you can join, but you can't really join. <laughs> you can you can join, but you can't really, but you can't be a part. You can join, but don't go to that room. You can come over, but don't go in that room. You can come by, but don't do this. You're welcome, but you're not. We have to get away from that mentality. Because I don't care how old you get as a church. I don't care how long you've been around as a church. If you continue with that type of mentality, with that mindset, then guess what, my brother and my sister? It's just going to be you and only your members. And as your members leave here and close their eyes for the final time, your membership role is going to start to watch this. Your death row is going to be greater than your membership role. I wish I had some help. What you're going to find yourself is in a position, you're going to find yourself in a position that you're doing, watch this, more funerals than you are baptisms. I wish I had some help. 
You got more people leaving that way, stretched out. You got more people leaving stretched out than you do people joining laid out. I wish I had some help. We got, we, it, 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 the, the, there is a reason. There is a reason that it has that members-only appeal. You ain't got the right last name. You ain't connected to the right family. Oh, oh you're a complete outsider. You're from the wrong side of town. <laughs> there is a reason for that. Let's keep going, y'all. This is, again, this is a short article. Uh, uh, again, we're talking about today, we're talking about today, uh, uh, three, three, three not-so-obvious reasons church visitors don't return to your church. Number two, number two says this. Church visitors don't return because your church doesn't care about the details. <sighs> church visitors don't return because your church doesn't care about details. Can we go here? The writer says this. He says, the first time attenders showed up a few minutes after your website said your services start because they wanted a sneak peek in the back. Uh, they wanted to sneak in the back, but when they arrived, the band wasn't even on stage. The auditorium was almost empty when they sat down, which made it easy for the pastor to find them. He explained that the congregation is notoriously late, but the service will start in a few minutes. During the service, guests noticed uh, that the words were wrong on some of the slides and that there were several typos in the bulletin. And on the way out to the car, they noticed a pile of junk on the table in the corner, seemingly the same pile of junk that was there when they visited last Christmas. In the parking lot, they noticed the overgrown flower, flower bed seemed to emphasize the message, we do the least we can. Oh. The new attender can't help but wonder why the church leaders care so little about the details. Maybe that's the way they treat people as well. It's not really worth the effort to find out. Details matter, people. Why? Why? Here, here, is, here, is, here is a detail. And, and you have to remember now, church visitors aren't just the ones that show up in your sanctuary. Church visitors are also the ones that show up on your live stream. Church visitors are also the ones that are in your chat boxes. So they're there at 11 o'clock or they tune in at a certain time. What do they hear when they tune in? Maybe they're not there at 11. Or maybe they do. Maybe somebody said, hey, check out our church. Maybe you invited some of your friends. Maybe they went past your website and they saw, oh, here's a church. I'm going to check them out at 11 o'clock on Sunday. And they tune in at 11 o'clock on Sunday. And at 11 o'clock, they get dead air. Or at 11 o'clock, there's nothing going on. Or what if they show up at 11 o'clock on Sunday? What if they show up a little early and there's all types of confusion going on at 11 o'clock, at 10.55, at 10.56? What, what, what happens if, that, if, if they are a visitor, they're getting to see all – look at this. I'm, and again, again, I'm, this is article talking about all churches. Nobody wants to see the sausage made. When I go to the grocery store, I go to the section where Bob Evans is already laid out. I don't want to go to the farm where they process the Bob Evans. <laughs> I don't want to see how the Bob Evans is made. I don't want to see what they do to get that, that sausage in that link. 
<laughs> Glory to God. I don't want to see what they do to get that nice patty laid out. I come for the patty, not for the process. Ah. I would, I, 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 so we have to be careful when, when we're, because you never know who's visiting. You know your members. And, 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 and then, too, watch this. You might want to be careful with your members. Your members might not want to see and hear all that either. So by the time you open up the doors, meaning when you start letting people in, all that they should see is people fellowshipping, people coming together up until the time when they know service is going to start. There should be a spirit of worship and praise already in the atmosphere. Not let's just turn it on at 1045, not just turn it on at 12 o'clock, not just turn it on at 11 o'clock, but that spirit of atmosphere, that preparation should already be taking place. So when you open your doors, whatever time your doors open to the public to gather in your sanctuary, they should walk in and feel a spirit that God is about to show up in this place, not a spirit of confusion. Come on, sister. De- sister leg lady said, "Me either. Give me the USDA. I know that's right. Give it to me after you done stamped it, not before." There is a there is a need for us. To be excellent. There is a need for us to be excellent. Think about it this way. Think about it this way. You still preparing for service when people come into your church is the equivalent of you going to a restaurant and you get to see them. Watch this. Imagine, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Pray for me, y'all. Imagine going to a five-star restaurant and the kitchen. Y'all, y'all ever watch Hell's Kitchen? Y'all see Hell's Kitchen? And you know the kitchen is wide open so the people who are sitting in the dining room can see. They can see the people cooking. It's one thing to watch them cooking. That's great. I love to see people cook. But do you want to see the people washing your dishes? Do you want to watch the people wash the dishes to prepare to set your table? Do you want to see them washing the dishes? Do you want to see them scraping the plates in the back, (laughs) scraping the plates and the forks, washing them, drying them, and then bringing them back out to the table? Do you want to see that process? Or when you sit down at the table to be served, do you already want your table prepared? I wish I had some help. I'm trying to get y'all, I'm trying to get you all's mindset out of what, 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 you're, what you're comfortable with. I'm trying to get you to prepare. When I go to a restaurant, and let's just be clear, and I got a witness on the other side over here, we don't go to cheap restaurants. We're a little bougie. And she's a little bougie because I'm a little bougie. It's, it's, I'm, I'm going to take the blame. I'm going to take the L. <laughs> I'm going to take the L for her bouginess. She's something like bougie. <laughs> What'd you say? Something like Right. But, but, 
What I'm saying is, if we go to uh, Prime and Provision, if we go to uh, uh, Smith and Walensky, we, uh, look, I don't want to see the people in the back washing the plates, uh, preparing to, to set my table. My table is supposed to be set when, I, when, when Smith and Walensky opens their doors, they are prepared for service. They're not getting prepared for service. They are prepared for service, meaning when I walk in, the atmosphere in the restaurant is telling me, oh, they are ready for me to place my order. I wish I had some help. They are ready for me to place my order. They're not getting ready. They are ready. They've had their meeting. You, you, ever, you ever show up at a, um, at a Target or a Walmart before they open, and, and you see the, the, the staff huddled up in the window. Like, I'll give you an example, at Costco, at Costco. So, you know, if you go to Costco early, uh, uh, like if you're going to get some car, car work done, the, 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 um, the, the garage place, the, garage, the auto park place, where they do the tire work opens up uh, about sometimes about an hour to 30 minutes before the actual store opens up. So you can, you, they'll take your car in, but you still can't walk into the warehouse yet. But when you do, I've been to the warehouse at Costco, and at 10 o'clock when they open, sometimes you will walk in and they are still circled up because they were still they're given the last-minute instruction. Now, that's fine, but the store is ready to receive me. I don't know what they were meeting about. I don't know what the manager was telling them about what's going to happen that day. All I know is the store was prepared to receive me as a customer, as a consumer. When people come to your church, whatever time your doors are open to the public, I'm not talking about open to your leadership team. I'm talking about when you say members of the congregation, you can come at this time. When you say they can come at this time, Preparation should be done. I don't not, not washing the dishes, not not getting the lipstick off the glass, <laughs> but already having the table set. Now I know we've been to restaurants when they're really busy, and 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 somebody will say uh, uh, they're cleaning off your table. That's different. That's why I'm still waiting at the host desk because they're still cleaning off my table. I'm still waiting at the host desk because they're still cleaning off my table. And then if you get in there, now, okay, all right, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me move on. Let me move on. We have to be ready. We have to be ready when they show up. Not getting ready, but ready. You know why food prep? You know why food prep is so important. This, this is again. I'm, I'm going back to the Hell's Kitchen reference. They, the, uh, you ever notice that when the losing team, when the losing team loses a, 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 a competition, the other team has to prep the kitchen, both kitchens for that night's service. Prepping the kitchen means cutting up all the vegetables peeling whatever potatoes, preparing all the different, making sure all the pots are on, that, that all the pasta pots, the water is on and boiling, whatever bread needs to be uh, 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 baked or set up. Everything is set up so that when it's time to cook, all we got to do is show up and cook. Do you know what would happen to a restaurant if there was no prep work done? 
before they opened the doors to serve, they would be closed. They would be called an abject failure. That's what would happen if I waited until you showed up to prepare your food. If you came in and said, uh, 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 just imagine you wanted to order a salad. Make it real simple. You came in and said, I'll take a salad. And they said, okay, no problem. I got to go in the back. The produce came. It's still in the box. <laughs> Ain't nobody washed the spinach yet. <laughs> Ain't nobody washed the tomatoes, the cucumbers, the lettuce. The the carrots ain't been peeled yet. Nothing. We do all that while you're sitting there waiting. Now I got to go back here and wash the spinach. I got to go. So now the salad that should have took me six to seven minutes to prepare is going to take me 20 to 25. Because we didn't do what we were supposed to do. We didn't pay attention to the details. We didn't pay attention to the details. Last one, y'all. Number three, number three, number three. Number three, number three. Church visitors don't return because your church is full. Church members don't return because your church is full. Again, we're talking about three reasons, three non-obvious reasons your uh, visitors don't return to your church. Number three says church visitors don't return. Church visitors don't return because your church is full, because your church is full. The writer says this. He says, there may be room in the parking lot and the auditorium, but everything else is full. I want y'all to catch that. There may be room in the parking lot and the auditorium, but everything else is full. The writer says this. Your small groups are closed, but you have new ones starting in the fall if the new attendant wants to come back in a few weeks. Your ministry teams are full unless the new attendant wants to wipe baby's butts. In that case, there's an opening today. Your leader's slate of relationships is full. They'll meet with the new attender, but they've reached their quota of friends a few months ago. There's a place to park and a place to sit, but there's no place to belong. And this is confusing and a little embarrassing for the attender. Hmm. My God. Yeah, you say, the, you say there's room, but where is the room? The writer says this. He says, at least when hotels are full, they put out a no vacancy sign. Your church talks like they have plenty of room, even though every available slot or at least desirable slot is full. He said, maybe they do better off sticking with meetup.com to find new connections because there's always room there. So can we can we talk about this for a moment? Can we talk about this for a moment? There has got to be, we have got to recognize that even though we can have all the space in the world, is there room in our relationships for new people? Is there room in our fellowship for new people? Do we have welcoming fellowships? Do we have, are, 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 we, are, we, are we welcoming new people to the fellowship? You say something? Or is it, or is it 
cliquish. And I know folks can say, well, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't really deal with the, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the click side of it. Okay. Okay. I keep to myself. Okay. Here is, here is where you lose that argument. You ought to want as many people who are willing, who have a heart for ministry, to be a part of ministry. I'll say that again. As many who are willing and have a heart for ministry to be a part of ministry. You have to want that for your people. There has to be room that's inviting for your people. You have to want them to you 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 have to you have to make them want to never leave that place. You have to make them want to be a part of this team that you're building. Not an exclusive membership club, members only. Not a VIP group, but a place where they can come and grow and learn and be a part of. And then where they can go out and add to and and, and bring more people to and grow. There's got to be there's got to be a a a something that you're willing to 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 sacrifice of yourself the opportunity to step up and be a part of your ministry because if we continue this divide of what well, they just got here well they don't know how we do it. Or they don't, or 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 or, or um, um, I don't need no help on this ministry. Or it's it's it's. Uh, I, I, here is the deal. I believe in qualified help. I'm, I'm gonna make sure I say this right. I believe we got ten minutes. Good. I believe in qualified help, meaning if you are qualified. Or, watch this, or if you are capable of learning, ah, see, caveat, qualified or capable of learning, then I believe there is a place for you on any given ministry. If you are either qualified or capable of learning, there is a, there is, there is a place, there is a place. There is a place. And we have to be okay with, with, with people who are qualified. There may be somebody more qualified than you. How many times have you worked at a job where you knew more than your supervisor? And that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. We have to be willing, but as leaders, we have to be willing to allow them to come to the table because it's only going to, because at the end of the day, it's about the mission. It's about the the mission and the ministry. And let's be clear, because we like to say ministry, ministry, ministry. It's not your ministry. It's God's ministry. 
It's God's ministry that he made you and you and you and you shepherd to shepherd over. But it's still his ministry. That's it, y'all. That's it. The writer says, he says, uh, and he closed it out with this. He says, uh, uh, have you ever visited a church and then didn't go back? What are the top two or three reasons you didn't return? So there's a reason. There's a reason people don't come back. And you should ask yourself, is our back door as wide open as our front door? <laughs> Ooh, flesh and blood did not reveal that to you, but my Father which is in heaven. Not to, right. It's not. It's not. It's not. I don't, I don't care how well you believe you do it. Like, like even even for me, even for me, I, 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 there, there are certain parts of ministry that I I, I love being a part of. I love being a, a, a part of, of 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 the audio video ministry, but it's not my ministry. It's God's. <laughs> and because it's God's, and 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 if he had, and if he has graced me with the ability to lead it, then at the same time I have to be humble enough to 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 make room for those who are watch this qualified or teachable, qualified or teachable. That's 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 our at the end of the day, man. That's 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 got to be what we do. That's got to be what we do. We have to be able to make room. Hmm. We got to be able to make room. That's it, y'all. Man, that this this was good. I like this. I like this. Uh, this is this is this is very good. Uh, this is a very good Bible study article. Very good Bible study article. Very very good. There there's a lot here uh, for for um, for people to use in their uh, uh, in their in their churches. There's a lot here for people to be able to use uh, in their churches because a lot of people want to know, man, you, you know, you, you wonder why your church, um, uh, why it seems like, you know, you, 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 you seem you like, like the writer said early on, you, 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 you say you're friendly. You say you're not members only. Yeah. Key word. Sister, sister elect lady say key word teachable. Yeah. Teachable. When you're no longer teachable, there's a problem. When you when you're no longer teachable, there's a problem. There's a problem. You you have you have to be willing to be teachable. I, I was I was what, twenty nineteen is what it was. Twenty nineteen is when I got my was when I my doctor was confirmed. Yeah, twenty nineteen. So I was forty nine. Forty nine. <laughs> and I was forty four or forty five. When I got my master's degree, yeah, 44, 45. So you're never too old to be teachable. Never too old to be teachable. Because when you get to the point where you don't think you can learn anything else, when you get to the point where you can't, where nobody can, nobody can tell you anything. I was like, God, God, God called me to this. I, 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 I was chosen by God to be, yeah, 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 all of that, all of that. But you still have to be, uh, 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 you have to make room to learn, right? David was king, ah, but there was still Jonathan. I wish I would help. I wish somebody would get this, huh? 
David was king, but there was still Jonathan to teach him. <laughs> my God. There was still Jonathan to pull his coattail. Oh, my God. I wish somebody would get this. Bless you. Yes, we heard it, <laughs> but I muted you now. <laughs> but but there was still there, 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 there's still room. There's still room. There's still room. All right, y'all. This was good. This was good. Look, I am. I am. I again. We are. We are thankful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us uh, on this night. Uh, again, happy Memorial Day. Thank you all of those uh, for your service. Uh, maybe you got a family member who served or you yourself served. Thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for your service. We appreciate you. We love you. We honor you on this day. Uh, again, you all, don't forget all men lifted. Again, if anybody knows anybody with a food truck uh, or anything, uh, anybody with a food truck, anybody who wants to be a vendor, uh, there's still time for sponsors. Uh, there's still time for sponsors, but anybody who wants to uh, be a part of that, that you know, who, who has a great product, who wants to come out and be a vendor, don't forget, don't forget, send them our way. Unlimited Faith, uh, 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 UnlimitedFaithProductions.com. You can go there. UnlimitedFaithProductions.com. You can go there. Elect Lady says, I was almost 60 when I got ordained as a minister. I know that's right. I know that's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I wish I had time to read this email. Can I, what time is it? I do have time. I got this email from one of my mentors today, Ricky Guyton, and I have to read this. And, and I probably, he sent it out to everybody, so I, it, it ain't like I'm, uh, that I'm, I'm, vi- I'm not violating any uh, privacy stuff. Where is my email? Can I pull it up? Uh, where can I pull it? Uh, this thing, this email is so timely, so timely. Uh, and I hate the fact that it is, uh, let's see, let's see. Can I read it from here? All right. This is what it says. This is the email from my, 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 uh, Ricky Guyton. Y'all know Ricky Guyton. Ricky Guyton is that he's the moderator for the Northwood River District. That's a, a, a district of churches. Uh, he sent this to the body, to, the, to all of the ministers who are part of the, the Northwood River District and churches and everything. He says this. He says, greetings, fellow pastors. He says, I pray that your ministries are prospering and returning to biblical normalcy as the world, as the world continues to sort through this time of uncertainty. He says, uh, uncertainty and doubt. He says, I write you at this time to encourage you to prep and train your congregation where you serve for that which is inevitable. Mm. He says, during my tenure as moderator of the Northwood River District Association, I am seeing the same problem at every church where I'm called upon to assist. He said, the problem is ignorance of Baptist practice, policies, and polity. We have done an excellent job of teaching the scriptures, but we must also provide training as Baptists. Can I, I, I got to finish reading this, y'all. This is good. He says, I know this sounds old-fashioned, outdated, and restrictive, but by not doing so, you will be doing the congregation of service. He says, the irrefutable fact and inevitable fact is that one day you will no longer be around to shepherd the flock over which you have now been placed. In that day, 
a congregation will be in the same position in which I now find so many congregations seeking a pastor that is lost, confused, and ill-informed. He says, a common problem I've found with congregations seeking a pastor is outdated bylaws that provide no guidance or impractical guidance for the pastoral search. Church bylaws need to be reviewed regularly and revised based on changes in membership size, finances, and even demographics. Guidelines and procedures adopted when a church had 600 members are often useless when the membership has dwindled to 75. Oh, my God. Why did he write this? Somebody must have did so. He says, the second major problem common among our congregations is ignorance of Baptist doctrine. He says, as a result, Pastoral search committees are constantly given consideration to letters and resumes from ministers whose training and doctrines are so far removed from Baptist teaching that the resume should be immediately filed in the shredder. He says, instead, these candidates are being invited to preach in our pulpits, and if not for intervention, they would have well ended up as finalists among the candidates being considered for the pastoral position. He goes on to say the third major problem I have found in ignorance of ordination without fail. He says, every congregation that I have assisted in their search for a pastor has been under the erroneous belief that only ordained ministers were qualified to submit a resume as candidates. He says, I've had the most difficult task of getting our people to understand that the candidate seeking a pastoral position need not be ordained, but they are to be ordained after they have been called by the church to serve as pastor. He says, it seems that the average layperson and perhaps some clergy are unaware that within the Baptist church, ordination is reserved for those who have already received an assignment from God, not only those seeking an assignment. This ignorance has resulted in churches inappropriately requiring candidates to have been already ordained. He says, as a result, many worthy candidates for the pastoral position are being overlooked. This is now creating another problem and that many licensed ministers are requesting ordination even though God has not called them to a specific assignment simply to have their resumes considered. Fellow pastors, these problems can only be corrected by those of us who are now serving as pastors. He says, as we preach the gospel and teach the scriptures, we must pause every now and then and teach and train the congregation according to the practices and customs of the Baptist faith so that they may be better equipped when we, no longer, when we are no longer around. Please reflect on this challenge and let the Lord lead you accordingly. Wow. <laughs> Ricky Guyton, y'all. Ricky Guyton, y'all. Let me say that one more time. Ricky Guyton. I, I am um, uh, always amazed uh, by... by um, uh, those the uh, anytime he writes an email, I am always amazed. But that, my friends, my brother and sister, uh, <laughs> elect lady says that's why my late husband, my late husband, that's why my late husband, Pastor Harold Washington, taught us when he was alive. Oh, okay, all right. 
<laughs> I, I I am I am um, grateful for that email. I am grateful for that email. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for the time we've had on tonight, God. We thank you for this ministry, God. We thank you for this place and space. God, we thank you for each and every listener and watcher of today's uh, broadcast. God, we thank you for every listener uh, who was listening on the Blog Talk Radio side. God, thank you even now for those who will watch this in the replay. We thank you right now for those, God. God, we just thank you again, God, just for being God. God, now we ask that you would continue just to be God in our lives. God, continue to lead us and guide us in everything that we do, God. Continue to keep all hurt, harm, and danger from us, God. Continue to stretch us, God. Continue to improve in us, God. Continue to to, to prune us, God. Continue to refine us in your fire so that we may be greater you, so that at the end of the day, God, you will still get the glory in our lives. We pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, y'all, we got to go. Y'all stay blessed. We'll be back on Thursday with Healthy Soul Talk. I had to think about that. On Thursday with Healthy Soul Talk, Dr. Kimberly Thomas. Y'all stay blessed, man. Look, if you got to drive through this special, special, special city, special city we call Chicago, uh, do me a favor, my brothers and my sisters. Y'all know what to do in the words of my good friend, Pastor Harold D. Washington. Keep your head. On the swivel, we are. With your hands lifted up, say, say.